0: Hey, this is Dr. Tom Rogers at Performance Medicine talking to you today from Johnson City Clinic. Um, They just handed me this cup of coffee, this mug. It's a Performance Medicine mug that I made 15 years ago when I opened up Performance Medicine. It says, Performance Medicine, Hormones, Healthy Aging, Weight Loss. 15 years later, it's pretty much the same except so much more. Man, I've learned a lot in 15 years. Probably the only difference in what I've learned and maybe what I look like, I guess I've aged, but is wearing these glasses. I do have to wear glasses now. Uh, But anyway, that is my goal is to teach you how to age healthfully to increase your health span and to learn how to stay fit, eat the right kind of foods, balance your hormones, teach you what exercises you need to be doing what vitamins you need to be taking, how you need to sleep, how you need to handle stress. And that's kind of integrated medicine. And, and plus when you have problems, especially hormonal or autoimmune diseases, trying to help you figure out why you have that and what you can do to prevent it and maybe reverse it if you've already uh, been diagnosed with it. But so it's no longer, yeah, here's your prescription for this. You have this, here's your script for it. It's Let's prevent this or let's find out why you have it and try to make it so you don't have to take this medicine for it. Um, Let's prevent heart disease and dementia and that inevitable slide of hormone deprivation, which is probably the biggest thing I do, is figuring out your hormones. But anyway, it's 5 at 5, which every Wednesday afternoon, you're my last patient. I take questions. I take five questions every Wednesday. You can write in at performancemedicine.net and submit a question and I will answer those questions to the best of my ability. So let me look at the questions for today that we have, okay. First question, should I be tracking my vitamin D levels? Where should my vitamin D levels be? Uh, yes, you should definitely be tracking your vitamin D levels. That's that's a routine test nowadays. Um, and when should you check them? Whenever, I don't care if you're five years old or 80 or 90, you need to be checking these D levels. Vitamin D is a hormone that has so much to do with your health. Um, it's, it's increasingly important too, uh, as we kind of have been facing this COVID-19 virus, because it's been proven that those with low vitamin D levels get sickest with this virus and vitamin D may even be protective against it. I know it is. Um, I've been on vitamin D for years. We even do vitamin D shots here in the office. But uh, yes, you should at any age. The normal vitamin D level is anywhere on a lab test from 30 to 100. And As you know from previous discussions, normal means nothing. What you want is optimal in any lab, not normal, optimal. And my optimal level is about... 60 anything over 60 60 to 80 even 100 Uh, but you definitely need it over 60 especially in in the fall and the next winter when we may have a recurrence of COVID-19 you better work on those levels now so that when fall comes your level will be 60 And, uh, and if you're having problems with that if you can't get your level up through different forms of vitamin d d3 is the one you want not d2 um, and then we'll, we'll talk, we have sublingual forms, we have shots, um, but most people can consistently get a pretty good level by taking between five and 10,000 units of vitamin D every day. You just can't get enough through the sun, um, rarely. But anyway, so that's a great question. Yes, you should have your levels at least 60 and you should get them checked. Uh, second question, I'm a male on hormone therapy. What supplements should I be on that complement bioidentical hormone replacement. As you know, we use bioidentical hormones, not synthetic hormones, um, which are much, much safer. Um, As a male, the first vitamin I tell you to take, besides vitamin D, is zinc. Every male should be on 50 milligram of zinc. Try not to get over 100 milligram. You don't need that much because you'll start depleting your copper. The, one, the form I take has a little bit of copper in it. but um, So zinc is the, is the first one you should think about taking, especially if you're on testosterone therapy, because what zinc does, it not only boosts your testosterone level, but it also prevents the aromatization or conversion of your testosterone to estrogen in men. So, and it's also zinc is very protective against viruses. As I've told you before with this COVID-19, Please take vitamin D, vitamin C, and zinc. And probably even an herb called elderberry It's probably helpful. But anyway, so um, zinc for sure, vitamin D, I'm a big proponent of C. Um, so those kind of supplements, you know, if you work out a lot, you might think about taking branched chain amino acids um, after your workout. And there's a lot of other little things you can do, but, but the main one that I will tell you about is taking zinc. Now, if your estrogen level's a little bit high, another supplement that I use personally is called DIM. And what that capsule is basically is a combination of the good things that come out of broccoli and cauliflower. What it does, it kinda not only lowers your estradiol level, but it directs your estrone metabolism down a little safer pathway. It gets kinda complex, but um, you just gotta trust me on that. DIM is a good supplement for guys taking testosterone, especially if you tend to aromatize to estrogen a little bit heavily. Um, so, okay, zinc. I know you're a big believer in vitamins and supplements. What vitamins are you currently taking? Hmm. I wish I would gotten my list out to tell you, because I take a lot of vitamins. I'm kind of a vitaminaholic. 20 years ago, when I would have patients like me that came in and they were on a list of supplements that long, I actually told them they were nuts and that they were just wasting their money, creating expensive urine. But what I know now is I was totally wrong. Those same patients I see now, 90 years old, they're healthy. They don't get sick nearly as often. So um, I'll hit the highlights. I don't have my list because I take a lot of vitamins. But I definitely take vitamin D. I take a good multivitamin. I take omega-3s. Um, I take and my I take vitamin D with K. Uh, vitamin K really kind of helps bring the calcium into your bones, not your vessels. Um, so I take what else do I take. Of course, I've said C. I take CoQ10. I take L-lysine. I take uh, nicotinamide riboside, which is a form of NAD plus. Um, I take, um, let's see, what else do I take? I take uh, the gamma form of vitamin E. Um, man, there's so many more that I take. Um, I'm trying to remember. Um, I also take a garlic peel, um, great for anti-cancer effects and also helps lower your blood pressure. You want a good low blood pressure. I take magnesium at night Um, I do take uh, an 81-milligram aspirin at night. Um, I take a little chelator pill, which I noticed somebody asked me a question about that today, called EDTA. I do not take it around my zinc or magnesium because it will chelate or bind those up. I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, So what else do I take? Um, I talked about NAD. NAD. Um, uh, let me get back to you on that and come by the office it's written down what I take so I take copper I take zinc Um, uh, you put me on the spot here but I take a lot of vitamins those are the most of them I think that I take Um, if I can remember any more I'll tell you as as we get through this little podcast but uh, I take a lot of vitamins Um, and I take a little melatonin at night too to help me sleep as well Um, and I take a little Rolora at night it's an herb that comes from the magnolia bark really relaxes me Um, sometimes I take a little L-theanine it's a little adrenal adaptogen Um, I told you I took a bunch Um, what's your current stance on chelation therapy? I thought I saw that Chelation is, there's a long history of chelation. Chelation, which I used to think was quackery uh, because you had to get it in IV form and it's very expensive. And it's a good, the IV chelation is really good. Unfortunately, in Tennessee, you can't do it. Um, In North Carolina, Virginia, you can actually do it. But chelation is a Latin term for clawing something. And what it does, it goes and binds onto Things like heavy metals, and it gets it out of your system. And it was first discovered, and the main ones, there's several, but the main ones, EDTA, and it was discovered when back in World War II, these guys were painting the ships in the navy with lead-based paint. They all got sick, many of them died, and they and they found this substance called EDTA that would get the lead. Out of their systems it also works pretty good for mercury and some of the other heavy metals uh, that can be very toxic to your system but the reason that I got interested in it was because it it really can you know as you get older your body starts calcifying and in my case it's interesting because about 12 years ago I got a CT calcium scoring on myself which is a A great heart test, I try to get them on all my patients um, once they reach a certain age. Men at 40, women at 50, or sooner if you have risk factors, but it's a $50 CAT scan of your heart and lungs. And it shows if you have calcium deposits in your coronary arteries, and it shows which ones you have it in too. So 12 years ago, I had a zero score, which is a perfect score. And again, I have no risk factors for heart disease, except I'm getting older. Um, and I'm a man, so those are two risk factors. Uh, but everything else is is good on me. Um, Blood pressure is good. I'm not a smoker. I'm not overweight. I exercise. I eat right. Uh, but nonetheless, my calcium score jumped in 12 years from zero to 97, and that the bit of calcium 97 is not a bad score. I really don't sends you for a cardiac workup unless it reaches about 400. Now, I've seen levels of 3000, and they've got problems. But anyway, it's, it's a hard calcium plaque, and it shows you which artery it's sitting in. So it's, you're calcifying. That's something else that happens to your joints, they calcify, you're kind of rusting. And anyway, so I decided, I found that I could take one dirt cheap EDTA pill every day and dissolve some of that calcium. So I'll take a little EDTA, which is an oral chelator, and I think it helps. It's odd that, you know, the IV is probably a little faster, but you have to get multiple ones, and you have to sit in there for hours getting it. It's expensive. You can't get it in Tennessee legally anyway. Interesting, you can in North Carolina and Virginia. And I've sent people for that, but um, it's interesting that um, one time I I visited one of the clinics, and – after hours, the, the uh, doctor who did the chelation um, had a few cardiologists that were lined up in back to come in after hours to get it themselves. They were embarrassed to come in and admit it worked, but um, it does work uh, for getting calcium out of your system. And certainly if you have certain toxic heavy metals in your body, uh, which we can check for, that will affect your health. Um, last question. You mentioned the oxygen concentrator on one of your recent emails. Anything else you can do for that besides migraines? Uh, Yeah. Well, you know, look at my podcast on migraine headaches, for one thing. I thought it was a pretty good podcast last week. But, yeah, I use the oxygen concentrator for a lot of stuff. It plugs into the wall. Um, I use it a lot for, like, when I'm really, really tired out, if I'm jet lagged or it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon and, I need a little boost, I'll go up and just breathe uh, 10 liters of oxygen through a nasal cannula or a mask, I prefer it through the mask, it gets more in, and it really just energizes you, so I will use a little supplemental oxygen, a lot of evidence it's a great anti-aging energy tool as well, it's dirt cheap and oxygen's good, Um, the other time I use it is for like after a long bike ride or you know, exhausted myself physically through strenuous exercise. Afterwards, I'll put myself on a little uh, 10 liters of oxygen therapy, and it really just brings me back. And sometimes I'll do it in a combination, put the mask on and breathe in that oxygen for 15, 20 minutes while I get a Myers cocktail in my vein That's kind of recharges you too. Great, great thing if you're uh, just really tired out or dehydrated or you know just or feeling wasted so um in any event uh, i do like my oxygen concentrator it, it's it breaks up migraine and cluster headaches as well um i had a lady in the office last week who just happened to mention she had a cluster headache right then so i took her up and while i consulted with her i put her on a little o2 and it really helped her so Uh, The oxygen concentrator is a great little supplemental thing you can do. So anyway, that's the five questions. I encourage you to call or just write your questions in at performancemedicine.net. Anything you want to talk about, I'll talk about, and maybe we can help you. You can pick up a few tips. Come to one of our offices or tune in our podcast and look at my little book I write for my patients called Total Health. And hopefully we can help you age better with more energy. Thanks. I'll see you next week. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, Please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, We will see you guys next time.